Hello, and welcome to the Knitted Socks Only podcast, episode number 42. Thank you for listening, and my name is M. and so I have done this podcast now for over a year. We are now in our second year of podcasting, so thank you all for listening. If you are new, welcome to the show. Um, basically, we talk about yarn, philosophy, knitting, anything in the fiber arts, philosophy of knitting, the whole concept of it. So it's just really kind of a kind of a catch-all knitting podcast, but we definitely do talk about knitted socks quite a bit. So let's go ahead and get started. So let's talk about the whip. Um, I finished my mittens, so if you haven't checked out my Instagram page, you can see those completed mittens. So I was really excited to get those completed. Those are going towards my homeless kits, and I'm now taking a break from the homeless kits, um, just a small break, so I can, because this this cake of yarn was calling my name, and I just, I had to knit it, and I don't know why. I, I've been seeing it on my, in my yarn stash for a while, and I just was called to it for some reason, so... I decided I'd go ahead and knit it, knit it into some socks and see what it looked like. So the yarn is um, a gusto wool uh, called Carmen, and it is dye lot 22 color 1404. So it's a sock weight yarn, um, and it's got greens in it. So some neon green and some darker greens and then some browns, but it's primarily lavender and lavender being my favorite color is, it was just beautiful. And so I picked it up. I fell in love with the skein. Then I fell in love with the cake. And now that I'm knitting it up, I'm not sure if I love it anymore. Like it's just not as pretty as it is in a cake. So, um, but it's still early to tell. Um, I'm in the process of knitting the socks, so I will see what happens, but I'm not totally sold yet on how it's knitting up into a sock. So I'm, that it's disappointing to say that because I was really hoping it would be something I would just be head over heels for, and I'm not really. So... But I mean, I guess every cake of yarn that you get isn't always going to knit the way you want it to. So this, and it's really interesting because this isn't the first gusto wool that I've knitted with. And I've never had this problem, but this time it's just, it's awkward. I asked my mother, well, I showed it to her and I said, what do you think? And she's like, oh, I like it. It's pretty. You can really tell the lavender in there. And I'm just like, yeah, but I was expecting it to be primarily lavender without all the, like, I expected, I knew there would be speckles of other colors in there, and I'm okay with that. It's just, it seems to be very intense with speckles and less lavender-ish, for lack of a made-up word there, I guess. But that's okay. We're going to continue to knit the socks because... I don't know why, but I feel called to knit these socks for some reason. And whatever that reason is, I'm sure it will reveal itself to me. So we're going to knit them and enjoy the knitting process, which is what we always do. 
and we will continue on moving towards the next project. Um, I think the next project I'm going to be doing after this this set of socks will be to take some of the acrylic yarn that I found and some of the fuzzy yarn of my grandmother's and mixing it together to make some socks for the homeless kits. So if I can get another set of mittens done and two pairs of socks, then I'll have two homeless kits complete. So if I get at least one knitted pair of socks, I'll have my first homeless kit complete, which will make me really excited because then I can put it all together into the bags that I, I'm planning on doing and get some extra stuff in there and then be able to carry them in my car. So I'm looking forward to that and I'm really excited about that. So we're going to continue to work on that. Um, I'm also, I, I've got to go through my yarn stash. I know I keep saying that every episode and I should, and I just haven't had a chance to do it, but you know, eventually we'll get around to doing it. So we're hoping sooner rather than later. Um, my husband, Ben, he's planning on getting me a cubby-like item where it's like what you would find in old schools where it's like little tiny shelves in a unit, kind of like a bookshelf that has little tiny holes in it so I can stick all my yarn. So he wants to do that for me because then that way it forces me to go and organize my yarn and take it from upstairs and bring it downstairs and put it into its individual cubbies and organizing it and documenting it and getting it all situated. So then that way it's all there and I can take pictures of it and understand it and, you know, do all that. So I'm really looking forward to that. I need to get that started. Um, I know my husband's planning on doing that at some point. So we're really looking forward to that, but. Anyway, um, so I've been knitting the socks and, you know, it's interesting. You go from a size six needle to a size one needle and you feel like you're going to break the needle. It's really kind of interesting. I have to be really careful with it. Um, it's kind of scary when I, when I start knitting socks back into my ones that I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta be careful with these. These aren't metal and I've got to be careful with it so I don't bust the needles so I've you know but my mother loves the sock color so we're gonna keep knitting it not that my mother needs a pair of knitted socks she's got tons of them already so <laughs> we're, we're gonna just kind of put that on hold so if you want to see what the color looks like I did post it on my Instagram page today so you can check it out and let me know what you think of the color so we'll We'll kind of see how that's going with that. So, but anyway, um, other than that, it has been kind of warm here in San Antonio. Um, it's supposed to get up into the 80s tomorrow, and then we get another cold front in, and it's going to be back in the 50s. So, it's almost like it's springtime where it wants to be, and the plants are all in bloom. It's really kind of weird. And so it's almost like we're going through spring. So I'm kind of in this hopes that it stays warm, but I know the odds of that are slim. So we'll figure it out. Eventually it'll get to where we're, you know, staying warm for a longer period of time. But, you know, I think what's interesting is this cake of yarn that I found, this Gusto wool, I've had it in my yarn bin for almost a year. 
it seems like. And so I think I'm just going to start continuing to go through my stash and find bits and parts and knit with it and try to match it up with something of my grandmother's because my grandmother has a lot of like mohair and cotton, like lace cotton stuff that I think would be beautiful in socks. And I just need to brave it and use it in the sock. I think my fear with it is, is that if I go in and I knit with it and it breaks, like I'm used to knitting with like two pairs of socks. I mean, two pairs of yarn, two strings of yarn, sorry. And it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, but it's going to be a lace weight yarn. And, you know, I use my socks pretty heavily. So, I mean, I don't go to the gym and work out with them on, but I do go in and use them to walk around and walk around the house with my Birkenstocks on and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm kind of hesitant to use anything that's real delicate, like mohair and lace weight yarn because I don't want it to, you know, rip and break. So, cause then I'd have to darn it and I'm just not in the mood to darn a sock. I'll be real honest with you. Once I get holes in my socks, I typically will recycle the yarn. It's some, on some level, whether I put it into a compost heap or something of that nature, just because it makes it easier for me. I, darning while it is useful and if it's a small hole, I'll darn it, but it's, darning has become more complicated for me, and I just, it's faster for me to knit a pair of socks than it is for me to spend the effort and energy to darn it. So, if anybody has an opposite opinion of that, I'd love to hear it, um, but that's just my thoughts on that, and that's just kind of what I've been, you know, doing and processing in that regard but you know so i i started writing on fridays my blog which i hope you guys have been enjoying so i think that schedule works for me best and so i'm gonna keep it up because it helps situate my fridays and get us all ready for the weekend and gives me kind of gives me a heads up of what i've got to knit and what i've got to do um it's just kind of one of those things. So with my sock that I've been knitting, um, I'm kind of, I've been, what I've done is this is the first time I've done it in this pattern format, which is kind of neat. Um, it's my basic vanilla sock. So like what's interesting is, and I think we all do it on some level, is that we get a base pattern that we learn, whether it's someone that taught us something and we just learned how to knit it or we read a pattern in the beginning and we learned how to knit it and it was pretty basic. And then we just modify the basic to make it more interesting and unique and challenging for us. Right. So like one of the, my basic vanilla sock is like, ooh, it's something I'll put it in the show notes, but it's like a rolling hills or rolling socks, um, rolling skater socks, I think. Um, let's see here. Anyway, so it's kind of a rolling top and it's a short sock. So it, the patterns on Ravelry, let me, let me look in the Ravelry real quick. So 
Let me in. Yay! Let's be into Ravelry today. Um, let's see here. Doo -doo -doo. Three library. Here's my library. Let's see here. It is called Rose City Rollers. That's what it's called. So it's Rose City Rollers. That's my base sock. And from there, I've modified the cuff. I've made changes to how I do the cuff and the yarn I use and the patterns I use. Even the heel is different. I, it's just something I've always, you know, just figured I'd do, right? And so it's... But that's my base pattern. So, like, I take that pattern and then I modify it and tweak it to fit what I need it to do. And so I'll have a hyperlink to that Ravelry page um, in the show notes for this. So for the cuff for this sock, what I did was is I knit two in the round so I can get kind of that rolling impression right. And then once I cast it on the... I do 17 stitches on each um, needle and or at least I think that's what it is three three six nine ten eleven twelve thirty fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen no eighteen I did eighteen on each stitch right on on four needles and then I did a knit two pearl one so I got that from the mitten pattern from Knitters International. And I really liked how it turned the cuffs of the mitten. So I decided I'm going to try that in a sock cuff. <laughs> so I really am liking that, you know, because it's, it's not as flexible, but it's firmer and it stays in place better. So with socks, I've been knitting kind of a medium-sized heel, not a short heel, like the Rose City Rollers. So I make it into a, a medium-sized heel, which allows me to kind of design a pattern. And you can see the color of the yarn better and the pattern of the yarn. And then based upon the yarn, you depends on what stitch I use, so on and so forth. I think in some ways, most knitters are like that. We modify and tweak patterns that we've kind of memorized over the years. So like my grandmother, it's really interesting about my grandmother. So she, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, but I'll, I'll kind of give a recap here. So my grandmother was all about having the pattern first. She was a pattern knitter. So she read patterns, she loved patterns, that's what she did. Once she found a pattern, then she found the yarn and then the needles, and then that's how she knit. Well, now I'm kind of the opposite way. So I don't care if I have a pattern or not. If I fall in love with the yarn, I'm taking the yarn. And when I, when I would go yarn shopping with my grandmother, she always wanted a pattern. And I didn't understand her concept of why do you need a pattern for this? If you love the yarn, take it and just knit something with it. Go find the pattern later. And she was like, no, because I need to have a pattern so I know I can get the right amount of yarn. And that totally makes logical sense. My grandmother was very much a shawl and sweater knitter. And being that I knit socks, scarves, and hats, I, I know what yarns I kind of need, right? I don't need, and I, do, I know typically... All of them are one skein wonders. And 
maybe two skeins if you're doing a hat and a scarf for this with the same yarn. So I do that and socks are always going to be a one skein for me as long as they're 450 grams of yarn. So we're good with that or 450 yards, sorry. And so that's just kind of how I've been, right? So to me, it was always about, I want pretty yarn. I want pretty yarn. I want pretty yarn. Her, it was like, I want a beautiful pattern. I want a beautiful pattern. And so when we go to a yarn store, I'd say, oh, look at this. Let's get this. Oh, but do they have a pattern to knit something with it? And I'm like, I don't care about a pattern, grandma. And <laughs> so eventually we just, we get frustrated with one another because it was like we were two ships sailing in the night and crossing paths, but not in the same way. So she would buy yarn, not her favorite yarn, but yarn that she liked. And then she would ask me what I thought about it. And I told her it was fine. And one time she was in Florida and she wanted me to go find a purple or a purple or white yarn. I can't remember. I think it was purple. She goes, I need you to go find a worsted weight purple yarn that you like that feels soft. I was like, uh, okay. She goes, it's not for you. I said, okay. And she's like, but I need you to go find it, feel it. Tell me what you think about it. I said, okay. And she goes, and tell them this is what your grandmother wanted. I said, okay. So I go to my local yarn store. They knew my grandmother. So she called all the time and ordered yarn from them. It was great. And um, they'd ship it to her. They were the nicest people to her. And so I, I went and they said, you here for your grandmother? I said, yeah. They said, well, we got some options, but why don't you go take a look and see if you find anything you like. So I found this beautiful dark purple. It was just absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely loved it. And so I felt it, checked the worsted weight. I had asked my grandmother what needle size she needed. So I made sure the yarn fit the needle size. Um, and then I chose that and I said, this is what my grandmother wants. And they go, are you sure? And I said, yeah, she left the decision up to me. So this is what she wants. And they were like, okay. So they sent it to her and she called me and she was like, these are beautiful. And I said, I know, right? They're amazing. She's like, I'm so glad I had you choose the yarn. I said, well, no problem, anytime. So that was one of those neat little things that I got to do with Grandma. And I, I'm always a big fan of sharing that story because it's it's kind of important to me. Um, not all knitters are the same. And I think that's important to realize that just like no person is like an exact replica of somebody else, knitters all have a common theme. We all love yarn, we all love what we knit, and we all love sharing what we knit. And I think that, like my grandmother and I, because we were two different types of knitters, didn't mean that we were, one was wrong and one was right. We were both right in our own regards, because we knitted what we loved. And that's what's important. Because if you don't love what you knit, why are you spending the time, effort, and energy to knit it? really like why so I'm a firm believer that if you are a pattern person that's okay I'm glad that you like to go look at patterns and I will help you find a pattern but if you want me for my skill set 
you're going to want me to help choose your yarn because I have a real passion for the yarn first. I'm going to choose the yarn. I will make a pattern work for the yarn itself. And so while I may not have the depth of knowledge and the depth of patterns that say my grandmother had, I do have a depth of knowledge of yarn that I love and that makes what makes for a good sweater, what makes a good shawl, what makes a good blanket, what makes good socks. Um, and I think every knitter is that way. We each have our own specialty and we each have our own knowledge sets. And that's what I love about the knitting community is that we are all different and unique and beautiful and that we all enjoy yarn and we all enjoy fiber and it's just one of those things. So, but talking about fiber, I am going to be starting um, a new book called Unraveling by Peggy Ornstein um, is my next audio book. I also have Knitting Yarns by Ann Hood but I'm going to be starting the unraveling one first. Um, I'm really interested to read that because one of my favorite books is, um, let's see here, where is that book? It is, is Vanishing Fleece by Clara Parks. So I'm hoping that unraveling is going to be similar to that. So if you are interested in reading that and want to talk about it, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on it. You can email me at knittedsocksonly at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that book. I may be talking about it in my podcast, just, or not podcast, but in my blog, just kind of give, you know, thoughts and feelings towards the book and compare it to my knitting and my love of yarn. So really looking forward to that. But anyway, so um, now that I've gone through all that, um, just so everybody's aware, if this is your first time hearing this, if not, um, you've probably already heard this, but if you need a pair of socks or need, know somebody that would like a pair of hand-knitted socks and you don't have the capacity, the bandwidth, or even the knowledge to knit socks, um, please reach out to me. You can reach me at my email at knittedsocksonly at gmail.com or you can reach me out on instagram at knitted socks only you can dm me and let me know that you would like me to knit someone you know a pair of socks i can't guarantee when you'll get them done but when i get a pair done i'll make sure to send those out um but go ahead and reach out to me if you need that if you have yarn that you've dyed that you would like me to test knit into a sock please let me know and i'll talk about it on the podcast for you um i don't mind doing that as well um but other than that i just want you to know that god loves you and that you are all beautiful and wonderful and i really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to my podcast um i love you all and i hope you guys are staying warm staying dry and staying safe um, please, if you need anything, please feel free to reach out. Um, all my um, social media stuff is down below in the show notes. And I love you all. And you guys take care. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.
Bye, everyone.